just about a year ago, we published our book, The SEO Blueprint. And I was going through this week and I was looking at the data, how much we spent on it and how much we made. And what I discovered was pretty shocking. We actually lost quite a bit of money when you just look at how much we spent versus how much the book actually made in direct revenue. Now, despite all this, this was one of the best investments that we made in the business in 2020. So what I want to do in this video is I want to discuss why and how writing a book can be so impactful if you're a B2B company. And I'm going to do so by pulling back the curtains and showing you all the costs went into it, exactly how much we spent in terms of getting the book written, getting it designed, marketing it, and exactly how much we made. And then also show you the indirect impact that the book had on our business in terms of leads and sales. So if you're in the B2B space, you do not want to miss this video. Let's get into it. Throughout this video, I'm going to be sharing a lot of learnings and mistakes that I made because this was my first time going through this process of creating a book. And now we're getting ready to write our second book, which is going to launch in the fall. And I've got these things ironed out. So I'm going to share with you these mistakes that I made ahead of time so you know how to navigate this minefield as well. So let's start with the cost of how much goes into writing this book. The first thing that you're going to want to consider and probably the most important is the time that you spend that goes into this. So a lot of mistakes that a lot of people will make and the mistake that I made was thinking that I had to write the book myself. Huge mistake. It took me almost a year to try and write about a quarter of the book just because with all the things that you have going on, whether you're running an agency or doing whatever for clients, it's never going to be a priority for you. And it's so dense and there's so much information that you have to flush out and so many examples that you have to put in. It's very, very, very time consuming. Now, on the flip side of that coin, a large part of your book's growth is going to come from referrals. If you think about how you find books or podcasts, it's the same thing. It usually comes from somebody who really enjoys the piece of content who will then share it with others. People get like a weird sense of joy by sharing something helpful with somebody else. So the point I'm trying to get at here is you've got to find a healthy balance because the book has to be good. This book is going to grow based on the quality and the merit of the book. So you have to put in a certain amount of your time to make sure that the book's content and context is on point. So the first time I tried to just go ahead and write the thing myself, it took way too long. And I actually don't have accounted for it in here, the amount of time that it actually cost me, right? This would be in the tens of thousands of dollars of actual time that it cost me. It's an intangible cost that I can't really track. I just wanted to put it in there so you're aware that your time is also going to have to go into the creation of the book. Now, learning from what I learned the first time, now I've got a much better system in terms of putting together an outline and then also kind of a, a slide deck, if you will, basically like if you're going to give a presentation at a conference or a long form webinar, right? That would be a couple hours long in order to reach the length of the book that you want to get to. And for the record, the length that I recommend is anywhere between 30,000 and 60,000 words that gets you at around 250 pages on a book of this size, which is generally about the size of the book that you want to have in terms of being able to build your reach and authority and also just cover the content in depth enough to really get your point across. So the system that I would recommend is, again, putting together a very detailed outline and then a series of videos uh, via Loom to just kind of walk somebody through it and then passing that to a writer or a writing company. We use Express Writers. Julie McCoy, the CEO, is a personal friend of mine. She really stepped in and was instrumental in helping us getting this first book written. Now she's also going to write the second book for us. We've got a much better process in order to gel and work with them uh, the second time around. The cost of Julia and her team to write the first copy of the book was $10,000. It'll probably cost around $15,000 this time just because of the uh, amount of work that she's putting in in terms of the interviews that she's going out of her way to do for us. But the first time, because we had so much of a head start, we had about 20,000 words written already. It costs about $10,000. 
I would strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that you hire a writing company to help you out because otherwise this will be a pipe dream for you and the book will never get out. This is an investment. You are going to have to spend money in order to get this out the door unless you want to write, try and write everything yourself, which again, then it's going to detract from the stuff you're doing on a daily basis, working with clients, sales, marketing, whatever it is. That's ultimately going to take money out of your pocket too in an indirect way. You have to consider that up front if you're going to go into this. So the writing of the book uh, with Julia's company took about, uh, I think it was about four months to get the whole thing ironed out. They wrote it in Google Docs. We went back and forth via Google Docs, just leaving comments for each other. I would leave a lot of Loom videos just kind of explaining things in more detail. Uh, it was a much more agile way to get things done, uh, especially once they got a feel for the direction of the content and where it needed to go. So after the book was written, we paid a designer $500 to design uh, the cover for us, also some other things within the book. Highly worth it. Your cover is going to be a massive standout for where you publish the book. I suggest you just publish it on Amazon. Uh, it's kind of a cool thing about when you're publishing a book is Amazon has this program called KDP that will allow you to print an actual book on demand. So when somebody comes in and buys the title from Amazon, they can either select ebook, audible if you have an audiobook for it, or hard copy book, which Amazon will then print on demand as it's ordered. So you actually never have to buy the inventory. Uh, Amazon just takes a pretty hefty cut out of the sales, but somebody gets a nice hard copy book, which is a nice experience, a nice branding experience. Um, it just adds a whole level of professionalism to it too. I can't tell you how many people uh, bought the book and then emailed me saying, hey, like I never knew you were a published author. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I published myself. Um, it's kind of the beautiful thing about the internet now is that it lends a certain air of authority, which also is one of the indirect benefits of having a book. Uh, again, especially something hard copy and just taking advantage of what Amazon gives you. But in order to get it formatted for that, we had to pay somebody on Fiverr, cost about a thousand bucks because they have to go through and format all the pages. That's quite a bit of work, um, but well worth it in order to get, uh, again, a, a much more professional and clean looking version of the book into somebody's hands. And I think another key point here that I can kind of harp on is that you know, uh, what I'm driving at here is that the book is going to cost you a lot of money and you're probably not going to make money on the book. And that's fine. It, getting all this done is an investment. Like I said, it's a sunk cost. You're just going to have to invest in it and hoping not to make an ROI in the book. I think a lot of mistake that a lot of marketers make is always being too ROI focused and not seeing the bigger picture, not seeing the long-term goal. You know, again, the fact that our company now has a published book, it gives us something that lives on a platform like Amazon that's its own marketing and engine and it's going out and it's bringing in cold customers for people who are just looking for books for SEO that we don't really have to spend money on to acquire and get people's attention on. They're actually paying us to read the book. And then within the book, this book is laden with call to actions to direct them to a microsite for a content upgrade. So that's one of the things too about publishing on Amazon versus publishing, um, you know, publishing yourself or getting it hard copy done is that Amazon does not allow you to collect customer information. So when somebody buys the book, you're reliant on them to take action on what's in the book to then seek you out to contact you more. You don't get their email up front. You don't get their contact information. So there's no way to know who really buys your book. It's all anonymous. So that's why it's super important when you're writing your book to take that into account and put in different types of upgrades to drive people out of the book. Hey, check out this long form video. It'll explain this in much more detail. Hey, check out this template. Uh, we just created a microsite and then redirected that microsite into our website. So we could also track, you know, the number of people that were going from the book and then opting into our content upgrades, which was basically a free trial for our training platform, uh, the Blueprint Training. So again, kind of what I want to start pushing on you guys and seeding throughout this is that this is going to cost money and you can't just be looking at this as in terms of money in and money out on the revenue of the book. It's also stuff that you can't track. It's the intangibles. It's the brand. It's the email opt-ins that you'll get. It's the long-term leads that you'll get from this book. And I'll show you how that plays out over time. So this was basically the hard cost of getting the book out the door, call it around $12,000, not including my time. Again, if I were to factor in my time, it probably would have cost us $50,000 to this point. But then just a couple of other things that we did to help launch the book were Facebook ads. We spent about $3,600 and Amazon ads, $800. And I'll show you the results of those right now. 
So all in on the cost, it costs us right around $16,000. Again, that's not including the cost of my time or any of my team times to get this done. If I were to factor that in, this would probably be triple of what you're seeing now. So now let's actually look at the results from Amazon. So in terms of the direct sales that we got off of this book. Hey, real quick, make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. I post weekly content only for my subscribers, like links to my private Slack channel, office hours, and free access to marketing templates and tools. So if you don't want to miss out, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell. That's it. So as I said, we launched just about a year ago in March of 2020. Uh, this is the total number of units sold, ebook, paperback, uh, and then the total units here, and then the total revenue. So you can see here, all in all, we sold a total of oh, just over a thousand books in just under a year. Pretty even split between ebook and paperback. Uh, you can just kind of see how we had a very heavy launch and then it kind of tapered out and evened out uh, right around 450 books per month. And then all in all, we made just around $10,000 in direct revenue from Amazon. And I'm also going to be honest with you too. Amazon's reporting system is really, really, really bad. It's really archaic. I'm actually not sure if this is the amount that we made in terms of royalties or just the total amount that the book sold. Amazon does take a very hefty chunk, anywhere between 30 and 70%, I think, of your sales. Um, so again, going in here, you can't be looking at this as a means to like, how much am I going to spend? How much am I going to make out of it? Amazon is not the right platform to publish on if you're looking to make a ton of money, unless you've got a huge name and a huge brand. Because when it comes to selling a book, it's really tough to do so to cold audiences. We tested it with a lot of different ads. Basically, the book sold a lot better either to people within Amazon that were searching directly for books about SEO uh, or SEO agencies, etc., or remarketing it to warm audiences within our ecosystem or giving it away to people who are kind of already in our funnel. It's tough to get somebody to buy a book unless they haven't heard of it before. Very similar to a podcast, right? Like unless you're seeking out a type of podcast, it's very rare that you'll see an ad for a podcast or a book and be like, oh, I want to buy that, right? Books, again, come from that referral basis. They come from that warmed up. They come from people who they want to dive deeper with and have a much deeper connection. That's another huge benefit of having a book is that if somebody buys your book and goes through it, they have a much deeper level connection of you, connection with you because number one, they're paying for the content. So their likelihood of consuming it is much, much higher than, you know, a free ebook or something free that you give them. And again, there's also something to be said about different people with different learning types. I personally am not a big reader. I'm partially dyslexic, so I don't read that much. I consume audio and I watch video. That's how I learn. So buying a book per, for me per se, I listen to books on Audible, but it's the same thing. When I read and listen to a book, I have a very deep connection to that content and I'm much more likely to take some sort of action action based on that content than I would be just a, a blog post or a free, a free ebook that I read online, which I'll download all the time and actually never look at. So the likelihood of your content actually being consumed, which is critical, especially when we're talking about something like this, that's really a mechanism to drive leads into your business. The conversion rate off of from book into lead is very high. So you might say, oh, it's only a thousand books, but the number of people that trickled in into our ecosystem from this and actually became customers, which we'll talk about in a second, was actually pretty high. So again, looking at this number, the way that we approached this was if we can come close to breaking even based on our total cost versus what we make on Amazon, we're good. Uh, even losing money, we're fine with. Because again, which I'm going to show you right now, we're actually able to recoup a lot of the money through sales into new clients into our program. So just to kind of show you what the graph looks like over time, I basically just targeted this data. You can just kind of see how we had a really nice spike. Again, this was because if you've got an email list, if you've got an existing audience, that's going to be your primary source of conversion. So when you launch a book, that's when your sales are definitely going to peak. Uh, but you can still see how over time, you know, with very little to no promotion, it stayed pretty consistent. I mean, again, if you look at this, like in terms of growing your email list, if you're getting between, you know, 50 to 70 opt-ins per paid opt-ins per month, that's pretty good. Um, so again, we're not really doing much after the first couple of months in terms of pushing the book. It's really a lot of organic stuff, referrals, 
And even now, we can see a lot of the quality of the, the book people coming through because when our sales teams has conversations with folks, we always ask, how did you find us? And a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people are telling us, hey, we bought your book. Uh, we went through your program. We thought it was awesome. Now we want to find out more. Again, because they, when somebody goes through and reads a book, if it's good, the likelihood of them wanting to take further action is going to be very, very high. In terms of the earnings, again, too, you can just kind of see peaked at 3k the first month i thought we were going to make a lot of money the first month and then you know averages out around 600 dollars call it per month in terms of earnings just coming off the book so you know if you're again if you're looking for somebody to do some passive income there's definitely some ways that you can you know kind of ratchet this up uh, but you just have to reduce your your costs up front and then also push the book a lot a lot harder and again after going through this the first time now i know exactly how to attack this for the second time in terms of investing a lot more into the book up front to get it done a lot quicker also focus on the topic very 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 uh, laser-like on the type of customer that we want to attract. So this book here uh, was all about how to do SEO kind of at scale, not really if you're an agency, just kind of how to do SEO at scale. Now, this presented somewhat of a challenge for us on the back end because our target customer is an SEO agency who's looking to break through the next revenue pinnacle in their business. And when it comes to learning tactics, which a lot of this book is focused on, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily drive the highest quality leads. So our next book is actually going to be called the SEO agency blueprint, where we talk a lot more about strategies for growing your agency and have the same process of, you know, having an upsell link within it to have a conversation with our team. And, you know, we're forecasting the leads just are going to be a lot higher quality off that because the topic of the book is much more laser focused on where we actually want to get to, which is having conversations with SEO agency owners about helping them break through that, you know, that ceiling and revenue that they're facing right now. Whereas this one, it's all about tactics. And at the end of the day, people can go on YouTube and learn tactics for free. Um, so the, I'll say this, the quality of the content is something that we learned about here in the context, thinking that, hey, we want to go very broad with this as opposed to going very laser-like and surgical and focusing on solving that one problem uh, in a very concise and well-written book. This book is great still. It's great if you want to learn SEO, especially if you're an agency, but it's not the greatest in terms of driving leads into our business and the quality of leads. While it's driven a lot, we're definitely predicting that the next book is going to drive 10x what this one does now. So I just want to break down also some more results that we've gotten um, in terms of, um, you know, the spend that we did. So spent about $3,600 on Facebook. We were running uh, click campaigns. We were driving them either directly to a landing page on our website or we're driving them directly to the Amazon store. Again, we lose a lot of visibility in terms of conversions because Amazon tracking breaks from coming from Facebook. So we don't know the source of where the sales were coming from, but we were getting clicks for about $1.19, which is, which is pretty solid. Um, the other thing here too is just coming off of Facebook. So the thing with Facebook is that if you're not aware uh, about how Facebook tracks, basically it will pick up attribution for other sales and other conversions that you have in your in your Facebook platform, even if you're not running directly to that. So for example, purchasing the full blueprint, we were driving this ad to the book. However, if somebody clicked on this exact ad and then converted in the future within 28 days, then it will trigger as a full conversion. So basically we sold off of these ads that we're driving to the book, we sold three full blueprints, which has a $15,000 value. So let me just put that in here now. That's only what we know and only what we can track, right? So I would imagine that, um, you know, the book actually has driven a lot significantly more conversions for us. This is only from people who have clicked on this ad, not coming from people who found the book organically, not coming from people who found the book on Amazon, not coming from people who upgraded to the book off our email list, right? So the book has definitely had an impact. I know that because of our sales conversations with folks. 
the book has definitely had an impact in terms of the journey into becoming a customer or a client for our business. So this is just what's directly attributable, plus all these other paid products. I would imagine, you know, our average cost is about 500 bucks. So if we were to do this times 500, that's made maybe another $6,000 there, there in sales. Again, this is just directly what's coming off of the book. This is not, uh, I'm sorry, Again, this is just coming directly off of this ad campaign, not other ones where the book was a feature of that too. Attribution gets really tough, especially now everything going out iOS 14. It can be tough to directly attribute what's happening. But again, this kind of gives you comfort to know that between the sales conversations that you're having, between the free leads that we've gotten within our email platform, coming directly from the book, from that microsite, and then also coming from these ads, we know that the book has had a significant influence of, of $21,000 right there. And when we couple that, with the $9,000, we get to about $31,000 that this book has driven in direct revenue that we know about, right? So then we go back and compare it here. Again, I'm not factoring my time cost, um, but you can see that we pretty much doubled our investment just on direct revenue from the book. The other thing that's down here too is we did test out some Amazon ads. We made $800 off an $800 spend, so we basically broke even. Um, it wasn't something that we could scale up. I had a lot of tr trouble with it myself. I also hired an outside company SEO is a pretty narrow space and we were just having trouble getting enough impressions for the ads to make sense. So we just canceled the campaigns. It just wasn't worth our time and effort. But again, hopefully what you're seeing from this video is it's not just about what directly comes in. You can definitely be profitable on it, but I'm telling you the amount of leads, the amount of conversations that this book has brokered for us has been invaluable to us. So if you are a B2B company, uh, and you're struggling with leads or you're looking for a different lead source, I would highly recommend looking into a book. In the next video, I'm actually gonna talk a lot more about how to write a book properly, what goes into it, how to research it, what to put into it, how to sell it, how to market it. This was just more of the why to kind of get you excited about the prospect of writing a book because I know there's a lot of information out there probably torn on whether or not you can do it or whether or not you should do it, whether it's a good investment. I'll tell you this upfront, it's not a good investment. If you're looking at direct money spent versus direct money in, then you know I would go a different direction. But if you're uh, the type of person who can see the big picture, uh, who's playing the long game, who doesn't really mind losing a little bit of money upfront because you know that the brand equity that you'll get from it in the long-term leads and sales you get from it are going to far outweigh you know, the ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars that you have to put into the book, then this is definitely a good route. And I'm happy to talk more to you about that as well. Just leave me a comment and I'll answer whatever you got down there. And again, in the coming video, I'm going to film it later this week. I'm actually going to talk about how to write the book. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe so you can get access to that next video. And again, if you have any questions or comments, just leave them below and I'll see you in the next video.